0: And welcome back to another episode of Casual Master Quest. I'm going to be your host, Tyler vinito for episode 105. And joined today with me are my good friends, Nick. That's me. That's him. And Glenn. Hi. Happy to be here. That's a reference to an actor I should remember. No, I'm pretending to be Harry Carey, legendary voice
1: of the Chicago Cubs. Is that a sports ball reference? Yeah, baseball, you idiot. America's pastime. Get a brain. I don't know. Cricket is better, and I
2: hate cricket.
0: <laughs> cricket is better, and you hate cricket? No, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I prefer grasshoppers. I like the way they jump. <laughs> cricket tastes better though. And chocolate, um, I always wanted to try one no, in just, chocolate. Just regular crickets. They're good. Am I just a random toad jumping? In? Yeah, I hear the little. Eek, 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 eek. I mean, and you're like, come here, you little fucking little protein pack. They're protein. Yeah, I was gonna say in a post-apocalyptic world, it'd wonderful
1: skill to be able to just yeah, eat those. So- wouldn't they be crunchy though like
0: yeah. i feel
1: like their uh, exoskeleton would be like hard of the gums yeah well i mean uh, i mean it, it's crunchy but it's one of those things where it is still that's where most of the nutrients actually are because of the keratin in the
0: in the exoskeleton so oh shit. well i didn't know ah <laughs> uh, well as the prophets foretold somebody left for the mountains and here they've returned as the clouds part nick you went on a trip,
2: buddy? Yeah, for a few days. Went up to Whistler, BC, uh home Ooh, of the Winter Olympics in 2010. Oh. Um so basically it's a tourist trap, but it's a beautiful tourist trap because it's uh you it's a um sorry, I'm going to I'm going to do this because it's a bit that I enjoy running. Um let's see what is this much to freedom units? about a hundred miles of like hundred mile drive up uh into the mountains up north and um you go along a uh, a route called the sea to sky highway which is basically you have the sea on the one hand and the sky being the mountains on the other side as you're going very beautiful yeah you get like a fucking fantastic view of like the mountains and the sea and just everything and stayed up there with some friends at an airbnb didn't really do much like, we walked oh, around good. Whistler Village, um, ate a bunch of food, uh, had some of the best Mexican food, actually, weirdly, in, in B.C. that I've had in a lot, like, ever. Uh, it was this place called La Cantina, and I'm pretty sure the owner is oh, Mexican. Oh, no. So, um...
0: My wife, when we were doing the planning for Vancouver, it sounds like one of the places she wanted to go, so when you brought it up, I'm like, ooh! ooh. Yeah, ooh. like,
2: I can confirm that if you guys ever come, make that trip out... 100% recommend. Um,
0: so while well, we're on the other side of the glass looking in, you're like, don't worry, guys. I want to test this food for you. Mm, <laughs> I can <confirm>. Fantastic. <laughs> So yeah, we went up there. Um,
2: it was nice to get away from my screens um, for a few days. I actually did a lot of cooking for them, for me and my friends, cause like I did breakfast and then I did dinner one day. Um, it was just kind of like, you know, because one of my friends, she was working, she slid had a deadline left. Um, and then my other friend, he was just sitting, he was just watching Netflix and we were watching stupid shows. We were watching reality TV shows. There's one called Too Hot to Handle, which we- Dating? Yeah, okay, kind of. So it's, it's like they'll take. You try to fuck a fire elemental. No.
1: <laughs>
2: kind of, but yes, it's basically they take all these supposedly super attractive, beautiful people, put them in on, on like an island resort, and then but they're not allowed to have sex.
1: Oh yeah, me and my wife watched that. It was
2: really dumb. Her. Um. Except that there's a prize- a shared prize pool of a hundred thousand, and each time they violate any of the rules, they- some of that money goes. So, like, a kiss is three grand. So, like, nothing- they can't do anything sexual whatsoever. And it's just so- it's such a burning pile of, like, shit. But it's so fun to watch with a group, because we're just sitting there judging all these people and feeling better about (laughs) ourselves, because
0: they're such shitty
2: people. (laughs) Ha!
0: They can't handle kissing for months. <laughs> I haven't done it for three years, rookies. Uh. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, like so. That's that's kind of uh, what I did. Just had to get away and had like get a re- some reset. Uh, I don't even know what I'm resetting from, but it's just like nice to be away from. My my computer, for the most part. I'm not going to say technology, because we had Wi-Fi. And I downloaded TFT on my phone. Because I'm, like, over there. Because I'm like, I need to play something. Oh, no. I need to play something. No, Please, Nick, let me play no. something. Um, don't worry. <laughs> I played. Didn't. I played two games, and I'm like, I don't like it on the phone. This is bad. And so I deleted it. Thank, yeah, thank like, you. Yeah, like, I don't enjoy it on the phone. Because I don't have my handy-dandy overlay that tells me what items combine into what items. Um, so, I uh, came back just in time for the uh steam summer sale which i forgot that it was actually happening because because i still feel like we're we're at the end of the year already like it's been such a long year already i can't (laughs) believe we're still in the middle of the fucking summer and so i picked up a few games but that's what's going on right now folks up until the 9th of july steam summer sale is going on so make sure you pick up some whatever games because there's huge discounts actually going on some pretty massive discounts
0: yeah, there is. Uh, sorry, I made the mistake of saying, ooh, ooh, what's this? Let's look at the Steam Summer Sale, and then my eyes began to swim. Oh, uh, and sizzle. if
2: you spend more than $35, I think they apply an automatic code that gives you $6 back. Like, take $6 off.
0: Wow. Uh, $6 specifically?
2: I have no idea, Tyler. Like, it was just like, if that's what it's branded as on the front page. You spend $35, we'll give you a discount of $6. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, let me gives me more reason to spend money. Like, the, <laughs> the <laughs> whole
0: American capitalist system of, like... Ninety nine cents versus one dollar, and then you know five dollars and ten dollars off and whatnot. Like we've lived in a system where it's always been ones, fives, tens, and preferably you know because the corporate hates us zeros. Uh, so the fact that there's a six is throwing me off. I mean I the, f- the
2: fact that it's not a uh, something point ninety nine is like also strange.
0: Yeah, five ninety nine would even sound like horrific, but at least it'd have something for me to attach to. But right six dollars
2: but yeah steam summer sale going on right now folks so um go ahead and give that a go i picked up a game called outer wilds which i've been talking about for a little bit and i finally got to pick it up because it's literally like three dollars for me which is the first person it goes according to real world time where the world resets every 22 minutes and you have to figure out what the fuck is going on like the star literally like the sun literally blows up and so you just wake up 22 minutes in the past so you're caught in this time loop ah. until you figure shit out, and then I picked up, uh, which I'll talk about, Assassin's Creed Origins, because I've been wanting to try the new uh, trilogy, and Bulletstorm, an old game. Mm. Um, yeah. Also, I'm reading Chad Tyler, so it's it must be six dollars because Canada. Hmm. That if that helps.
0: Sense. Ooh, look at this, guys! The Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Normally a hundred and nine dollars and ninety-six cents, but for you it's only nineteen fifty-eight. I tried whistling, but like the joke was so fucking dry, I couldn't even let the air escape from my throat.
2: But uh, yeah, that's 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 all I've really been up to.
0: Nice, nice, Glenn, <clears throat> Glenn, Glenn, Glenn. Yes. Nick got to hang out with friends and enjoyed some time. Uh, you did too, but on a bit of a more somber note. Yeah. Um.
1: I did have to say goodbye to a friend. He had moved out here in January of this year to, uh, yeah, to pursue acting. And, uh, you know, ironically enough, I think he actually moved out here in December. But either way, January is when that really started to shut things down in Hollywood. And he was just starting to make headway with some things. And fortunately, it took so much momentum that he just, you know, couldn't deal with it. He's got family that he can stay with and make money um for free he can make money and stay with them for free so he's just gonna go back and recharge and try and come out with a little more capital so he can continue to try and be here for when things open back up but uh the un you know that unfortunate si- situation spawned being it, like being hearing about the uh uh whatever it is the um uh, oh in san francisco where they're doing the bubbles uh, I was like, "What? It, screw, let's just do the bubbles and so I was like, I'm gonna see him and so the day, bef- yesterday, day before yesterday I was like, let's hang out Um and we, we did, and then that night, one of our other friends was like I'm not gonna be able to see you before I leave, can I just run an impromptu session for you tonight? And I was like Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> and so I joined him for a one-shot in which my character was beheaded, it was crazy um, it was a lot of fun Uh What? Yeah! What did you do to get ahead of yourself? Did you eat cake? Um no, no I didn't. Uh basically all that happened was uh we went and got a job uh, and that job was to try and
0: uh it was um it was to help babysitting cuz I always lose my head trying to do that kind of shit. Look, I'm trying, okay? I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to land these jokes. You are. You're doing a great job, sorry. What, what was the job, Glenn? <laughs> now
1: you're letting me hang. Uh, sorry. Uh I it was uh, it was just to help a lord who's Place was being attacked, uh, and, uh, um, yeah, and we had to find out why and stop it, and it was, uh, it was a good time, uh, but the, we found out that basically somebody had swindled one of the kids out of an inheritance, and he was the one behind the attacks and wanted his inheritance. We went to go try and talk to him, and he was definitely not, not cool, uh, De- definitely and, not not cool. Yeah, no, like, we snuck into the the, the center of his camp where all of his uh, people were, and there was, like, three levels, and we snuck through all three levels and then accidentally alerted the final guards, but then, you know, we're like, hey, we're just here to talk, so we'll give ourselves up. So we surrendered, and he was like, yeah, my my father's been sitting adventuring parties after him. This won't be the last. And I rolled, like, a 19 persuasion at level 5, and that wasn't enough to convince him that we weren't just gonna try and kill him, even though we had willingly turned ourselves in. And so he just chopped my head off, and then chopped off my friend's head, and then the girl, the last one, the last one in our group was like, wait! We really are here! And I was like, we're really here to help you! And then that happened, and he was just like, I'm listening. And I was like, that's the same fucking thing I said!
0: <laughs> but she chopped rolled a the 20. the off. Wait, no, and I'm so- not allowed to incite violence on in a real person. Disregard that. <laughs> but yeah, so it was <laughs> it was fine,
1: though. It was just a one off, you know, like I just played a character that I enjoyed, you know, and that's as far as it needed to be, you know. So uh, it was good to play D&D with people at a table. And then we decided to have dinner last night and we played some Jackbox to uh, say goodbye to him because he left this morning. So that was uh, it was um, bittersweet, but he's going to try. Like I said, he's going to try to come out back. In January, if I'm, not January, then August. So I'm not
2: gonna lie, Glenn. When you typed that in there, you said goodbye to a friend. I'm like, who died? Oh, yeah, my no, no.
1: That, yeah, yeah. Same. No, no. I would have said, you know, a friend passed away. I would be much more clear about that. He's gone. We'll never see him again. He, has gone forever. What? He yeah, took another I'm job. Saying, I'm saying,
0: goodbye <laughs> to the grandma. It's like yeah, there no. implications there. There like, is. I, but you know,
1: I literally just did. It was like, I'll see you later. I said goodbye to a friend. That's all it was. I didn't say goodbye forever. Yeah, I didn't mean to make the word. Au revoir, weird. motherfucker. <laughs> uh but yeah, it was a, it was it was a good night. It was a good couple days. Uh ironic that but we did decide, you know, because there was other friends there, that we are going to keep each other in each other's bubbles. So we're gonna try and spend time together more. Um just, you know, isolating outside of seeing each other, just to kind of create start creating that bubble so it was just so good to see a human face, not through a camera, you know, like, so not like this oh. isn't that way, because I've only known you guys that way. I've never seen you in person, but I've built these friendships with these guys in person. So like being able to see them and like give them a hug was right. just really wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I love seeing you guys. It's a different relationship. But if I ever get to meet you in person, then I will prefer the in person. I guarantee it. You know, I don't so. know about that. <laughs> But other than that in real life i just uh my wife I and i just know. finished avatar which uh, was a big deal it was a lot of fun um she had never seen it before nice so. did you watch
0: it in 3d one of the oh, best no, tv no, shows no, no. Of all get time. out get out get out get out Sh- get out get Sh- out get out no don't do it <laughs> no yeah you don't want to really talk good. about one of the highest grossing films of all time oh
1: avatar i like that movie yes james cameron's avatar that was the joke he yeah was making.
2: Not the non-existent M. Night Shyamalan or how the fuck you say his last name. Movie. He never made a movie about the Avatar: The Last Airbender. Never happened. Never gonna happen. There is no live-action movie for Avatar: The Last Airbender.
0: Yeah, I heard they did like a weird five-minute filming of a dumpster literally on fire, but then they realized that <laughs> it got better that's traction than the,
2: be the it got better traction than the actual screenplay for the Avatar: The Last Airbender movie because that's it was so it was so bad it just never happened. They said it's more interesting to actually watch a dumpster on fire for five minutes straight.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. That's wonderful. Fuck, I want the director's cut on that. I want to hear the commentary. It's seven minutes long. The paint is feeling it, it. Like it's cut the black for two minutes, and they're still talking.
2: So you watched that? You finished Avatar: The Last Airbender, the TV show yeah. from Nickelodeon that came oh, out. Oh yeah, really the like, Nickelodeon one, an
0: an hour and a half ago. Like yeah,
1: very, very nice. Recently. I had already seen it, but it was just man, oof, <sighs> just just lovely. I you know, it, I don't know. It's
2: it's it's weird because it's not no, it's not weird. It's just it, it, despite being a show aimed for kids, it was still very like real.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent it was it was wonderful i mean if one on a scale of one to ten if one was fucking barney and teaching you lessons uh harry potter would be like five for like you know helping you understand like racism and all that stuff but then fucking avatar goes way fuck up there that's like an eight nine maybe a ten range with uh some of the shit that happens Mm mm-hmm like Just inherently teaching oof. kids
1: lessons about you know acceptance and love and humility and rage and pride and you know loss. There's a lot of lessons in there. Right. Yeah, right. I agree. It's wonderful. And I'm I'm excited
2: for you to watch Korra now whenever you can get to it. Uh, yes yeah,
1: I got through most of season one. You know the anti-bender stuff. So that was interesting for sure.
2: Korra uh, Qu- is bad. It's different. It's you can't compare it to Avatar because Korra is made for a different audience. Um, Do you think Just they a slightly mean- different audience. Um, I think they knew that their audience has grown up now. And so, like, yeah. just in terms of themes and storytelling, it's just a little bit more grown up. And it does go through some weird phases in, like, season two and, like, sometimes season three. But overall, like, I was very happy with the way Korra ended up. But for me, Avatar, unlike Nick in the chat, who's making an argument for Korra, which I don't disagree with. I think Avatar is just more... It, I preferred Avatar, but The Legend of well, Korra... Well, I mean, that's part of the reason why I didn't of... get
1: through it. It was like, I, I liked it, but it was just very different,
0: yeah. you know? It um, felt like so The Last Airbender was more fantastical and maybe a little bit mystical, whereas Korra enters, like, a more modern right feel to right. it, which is, a, like, a real departure. Like, you got I think it's called Ba Sing Se or something like that, the mm, uh, mm-hmm. Earth Kingdom city. Earth Kingdom capital, that is, yeah. you know, it's a marvel in technology in the uh, the last airbender but when that starts to become the the normal plus more you can see that the world of you know Avatar the Last Airbender is evolving but it enters like a different level of uh more relatable issues that's going on and yeah. uh maybe some people don't like that because it's like ah, eh, that's a little too relatable well, too I was more worried home. about the the fire <laughs> Emperor, yeah yeah let me Define. enjoy my escapism yeah
1: no i think they yeah, from what I saw, I liked it. It's just that at the time I was watching other stuff, and so I just never finished season one. And now there's four seasons of Korra, right? Three, three. Oh, just like Avatar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I like some of the some of the plot it,
2: so. gets a little weird, and some things go unexplained. But overall, like Korra was very enjoyable, start to finish as well. It's a little bit more grown up, a little bit more mature. I think uh this is. Uh, maybe this will be I, I don't know how anybody's gonna take it but i think core is a more interesting avatar um because that's what i've heard um there's so much more as tyler said because it's such a modern setting now and there's so much more like um um different points of tension that are more relatable to what we have to deal with now rather than back then it was like bad guys war, like sexual you know, tension. And so, like, here there's more like there's class and and race and justice, like all these different kinds of issues. and so it's kind of like seeing us in that system having to deal with it and learn through it, and we're watching somebody go through the same process that we kind of are. so right it's
1: now. less fantastical, but it is more relatable.
2: yes, yeah. and like yeah. that that brings about for some interesting character development. Ang is is been is shows growth and maturity for a ten year old, but Cora is a sixteen year old. You know, yeah. and so I was like what, nineteen, twenty when I was watching it? So it's just a little bit more okay, I like I understand what you're feeling. You're fucking confused and so am I, you know, with whatever the fuck's happening in life.
1: Oh yeah, it came out in two
0: thousand twelve. So I was what yeah, I was way older. At that I don't point. know why this thought process went through my head. It's like what if SpongeBob became a teenager instead of a fucking man child the what he is, and he just quits the Krusty Krab. But the gods, in order for the ocean to continue working, he has to work at the Krusty Krab. Like, what do they do? And he like drama manager. ensues. Ooh. Ooh. what happens to Mr. Krabs?
1: Mr. Krabs retires. Squidward takes over, and eventually he becomes a bloodbender. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: a bit of an extreme jump.
1: Yeah, from Krusty Krab fry cook to bloodbender. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, I think you're missing
2: just a few steps in the process there. I'm pretty sure somebody has to yeah. die for him to become
1: a blood. That vendor. feels like a very Danny-esque Pearl. plot jump. <laughs> Change in character.
0: Th- that seems like a Jojo Bizarre Adventure plot point jump Jo-Jo! at that point. Like, like, ha, I killed you, but really, I'm a vampire. Wait, why? I don't know. I wore this mask. <laughs> 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 I wore this mask. <laughs> like, seriously, like... JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is a fucking... F- I still need to watch more of that, Nick. Me too. If anything, if, if there's an anime that we can just sit down and just stream and watch together, it should be that fucking show. Glenn, you, you're shaking your head. I watched that's it. That's a no for you, dog. So
1: many people have said, Oh, watch it. It's so crazy. It's dumb. It's excessive. It is dumb. And exce- and it's excessive for the point of being excessive. And there is no point. There is no character development. People are just strong and they fight over things. That's not interesting to me. I would like to be seeing some
0: semblance of plot other than who is the most powerful to call the shots, which is what JoJo says. Wow, you must be fucking gushing for Dragon Ball Super then, jeez.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's not the point though. They're like, (laughs) in Dragon Ball, you see people change. Vegeta changes, Piccolo changes, Gohan changes. They have character development. These people are just strong and they get stronger for the point of getting strong. Yes. Okay. That well, a I'll little bit of okay, Ball. episode.
0: Remember Kaioken? <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. to then save at his least.
1: family and the world. Like, there's a purpose for it. There's no at
0: purpose at the very here. least
2: about Goku. Goku just wants to get.
1: Just wants to fight.
0: Yeah. A man just wanted to save his mansion, and his big brother said no. Now mansion burns down. Yeah. Our,
1: see, I saw through that part, and then I watched through a little bit of the rest of it, and I was like, this is just exactly what it says. It's just bizarre, and bizarreness for the sake of bizarreness just feels excessive and pointless.
0: That's my wanna perspective. want to speak of a popular anime so, I still don't understand the story of? What? Fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. I still can't scrape together the understanding like it's how time. Yu-Gi-Oh is supposed <laughs> to be a story. Because <laughs> like, you have to Pokemon? understand the heart of the cards. Pokemon <laughs> makes sense. Like, you know, there's progression Blue through ours. like areas what and in the games. But I think because Yu-Gi-Oh decided to do the opposite direction where it's like, yes, let's release the cards and then make a TV show about it games forget about it we'll do it in five years and so they just go <laughs> in that direction and they're like what's the story i don't um, know the millennium they- <laughs>
2: puzzle recalls the pharaoh of, puzzle of big
0: brain kids like puzzle kids like puzzles all right all right we're we're, we're name kind of. uh, uh they just shout in like heart of the cards and it's like brilliant all right now we need anime characters give mm-hmm. somebody with the missing eye perfect wonderful and, okay, bunch of B-rated uh, voice actors for the English audience. I can see right through your cards. Yugi Boy, perfect! Let's mail it in! Yeah,
1: And no. then they throw cards at each other. To be fair, I didn't want to shit on your parade. You have a parade. I just won't join in. That's all I meant to say by that. I know it is some people's slice of pie, but I don't like lemon meringue pie, so I don't eat it. Are you
0: talking about Jojo Bazaar's adventure?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to make sure you guys knew that I don't look down on air about it. I have no idea if it's it, good or not. <laughs> it's not good, it's just fun, I think is people that enjoy it enjoy it for the just the absolute insanity that is it and they quote goofy things that they say and I get it it's just not it's not my cup of tea. So I would not join Honestly, you guys watching it. And if I did, I would just Nick be like, of the chat just angry. Nick trying day.
0: to Nick of the chat's trying to provide like motive for like all the characters in the the very original Yu-Gi-Oh and it's like Yugi is trying to save his grandpa. Joey's trying to get money for his sister's surgery. Kaiba's trying to save his little brother. Is this a fucking D&D game that just turned into a fucking anime?
2: No, they're high school students who were playing Yu-Gi-Oh! casually until they decided to enter a competition, and Kaibo is in charge of that competition. Because Kaiba corpse. Kaiba corpse. And then Kaiba's so, obsessed uh, with Yugi because in- <laughs> uh, he keeps summoning the pharaoh. And the pharaoh keeps kicking his ass, but then Yugi
1: can't beat his ass. So another so, IRL news relating to cards... Um, I was able to get my hands on some of the last uh, Ikoria Magic the Gathering. (laughs) The collector's pets. Nice. Yeah. And I got some really cool Godzilla crossovers, which was a big thing in this set. Um, I didn't get Mothra, but I got a version of Mothra. Uh, I didn't get King Ghidorah, but I got the most unfortunately named card in the whole set, which is called Space Godzilla Death Corona. (laughs) Ah, Corona. Yeah, so they decided to name it that long before COVID was a thing. Uh and
0: so uh it's just like I said, it's just unfortunate. Uh Sounds like uh not to get political but about to get political. Like Trump's latest agenda, we'll stop the virus by sending it into space. He's said, said that? excellent powered space force. No, but it sounds like something he would do. Yeah. No, the virus the virus exist. into
2: space. The virus is not, n- no longer a problem. Corona's over.
0: Right, cuz it's in space. No, it's just, it just didn't tweet, need to be uh,
2: said. It never existed.
0: I don't know if you guys saw my tweet the other day. Oh, I tweeted, you're drunk
1: the Kool-Aid, right, Nick? I looked up this. uh, I looked up the statistics, and the United States has 4.3 percent of the population of the world, and we have over 25 percent of the cases and deaths. That's not true. It is one. No, that's not true. No, oh, oh, okay, exist. sorry. That's not true. The CDC is a lying part of the fake news. I forgot.
2: Yeah, that none of that is true. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Did you see that? A uh, people are coming I, to
0: my rally in Tulsa. I think it was so you know. uh,
2: Texas that had to shut down again. They had to go back into Florida. Lockdown. Oh, was it was I Florida? mean Florida had to do me. that. Uh, it was one of the states that, that announced it yesterday or something because they saw. A spike they had they revert cases. a lot of the.
0: Yeah. It was bizarre because the Florida governor said, "Hey, oh. we're not going to actually f- enforce you guys to wear face masks again because we believe you're going to do it of your own goodwill." Your own volition. Uh, yeah. Which the news anchor was like. Which means the uh, local po- politicians will have to enforce it themselves. And it's like, oh. Did you know that okay, if you just cool. don't
2: test, there are not going to be any cases?
0: <laughs> Sorry, I was hoping you'd say that.
1: Because <laughs> I also saw they had a town hall meeting in Palm Springs? Palmdale. Palm, it's a palm place in Florida. And it was a bunch of people who were just wearing Trump stuff. And they were like, I won't wear a mask. You can't dictate what I do with my body. And I was like, you're gonna bring up that?
2: Okay, I shit you not. I went on to Facebook today and there's like, I was one of those videos compilations put together and just like, I will not wear a mask because, same reason I don't wear underwear, because some things need to breathe.
1: Something and I'm need need
2: like, to breathe.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> We didn't need to know any of that, lady. Well, the we funny, don't need to just, It was so that. funny
1: that they tried to use the right to choose, and you can't tell me what to do with my body, as a reasoning for not doing this. When in reality, they use the same, like, they the opposite side of the spectrum is using that argument for other th- political things. And I'm like, you told them they were crazy and stupid for feeling that way, and yet you're using the same argument. Either way, I don't want to talk about politics. Also, I might be moving in the near future. Oh. Wow! Yeah,
0: where are you going, Glenn? Across Pretend. the yard, uh, literally across a- the
1: yard. There's two triplexes that face each other. They are owned by different people. Uh w- My wife and I were hoping to get a one bedroom or a two bedroom. And our friend that lives across the way bought a new house, and she has been like, "I'll give, a- I'll put a good word in for my landlord. He's really cool. The rent's cheaper because it's only a one bedroom." Uh, and it would be a month or two. And they apparently she just did the inspection over at her potentially new house, which usually you only do once they've accepted the bid or at least they're close. Um, so there's a very good chance that here in the next couple months, we'll literally just walk out our front door and go and across walk across the, the street. Yard. Not even across the street, there's they're facing each other, and the streets on the right. So it's literally a 20 foot walk across grass to her front door from our front door. Nice. We won't have to get a moving truck, we won't have to do anything. And even if that nice. doesn't work, she has a uh, the house that she's looking into has a, a another unit on it. So each one is blah 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 and a half. And so it's like a 5 or 600 square foot one bedroom with its own in unit uh laundry and so even if we can't go in there or they want the rent to be too much or something and we're like, "Ah, we can't do that." She was like, you can come live at my place and I will make Make sure you can afford it. And you know, like, so yeah, either way, hopefully in the next two, three months at the most, we'll be in in, just our own place Mm -hmm. for the first time in our marriage, our own place. But I mean, granted the last five months have been effectively that because we just closed our roommate's door and just never go in there. It's just like a closet we don't
0: use effectively (laughs) that he's paying for storage for. Oh, he's moved out or No,
1: no, he's just paying rent. He's just at home in uh the Midwest, uh where he can actually oh. work right now since he's in, you know, in, you know, film and television and production and stuff. All like that machine has grinded to a halt since COVID started. Yeah. So, he needed Wait, to do other Wait,
0: the person work. that the person that we were talking about earlier was your roommate. Which one?
1: Oh, or no, 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 no. No, that is another friend, another friend. Yeah, they're oh, both they're another both from fatality. the Midwest though. So, yeah, no, no, but uh, our roommate has not moved back to the Midwest permanently. He's just there to make money while things aren't. He can't make money here, so. Yeah, his brother flips houses. He's working with his brother, just doing construction effectively with his brother and a couple close friends, living with his parents, or his, I think he's I, actually living with his brother as well, so.
0: He didn't seem like the kind of person that would uh, do, like, carpentry or, uh, Oh yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, he could oh. literally make a career as a press. carpenter.
0: Mm-hmm. He well, if he, he wants to, to
1: make work.
2: money, they're looking for carpenters here.
1: Well, I mean, that's because that's the thing. His first y'all need Jesus, huh? Six or seven years, first six or seven years in in the industry were in theater, working in stagecraft for him. So that's oh, where I he see. got a lot of it, and then he also helped with his brother doing stuff in high school and college during the summers so he knows how to like do wiring and sheetrock rock and plumbing and all that stuff so
0: yeah nice he's a really handy guy hmm. so this upcoming week uh this thursday for anybody who's listening live and in the podcast we're gonna be doing uh episode one of i have no idea what we're calling it. casual quest masters season two casual quest masters two uh the sequel uh but uh Brandon did a one-up on us and <laughs> decided to dress up like his character. And, boy, is it beautiful. I mm-hmm. can't wait to see that sucker live. Yeah, he like, did a like, job. honestly. Post it once we, uh,
1: once we uh, have the first episode. Post what? Well, he let us post that photo once we release. I'm sure. I'm we, sure. Or maybe um, we could release it on Twitter be... as, like, a preview just so people
0: can get excited. Because, honestly, I saw that and I was like, oh. <sighs> And as a result, uh, I have bought, uh, I'm not gonna give a number because my wife is listening, but if she wants to, you know, look at my Amazon, then so be it. Uh, I decided to follow suit because I really like the idea of, uh, doing a little of, uh, costume playing. And thank God, before I decided to go through that mindset, I decided, you know, to go with, like, uh, cheaper in-game, like, headgear and whatnot because... My god, if I had the uh order a iron helmet or whatnot, uh (laughs) I would be broke as shit. Expensive like uh that shit is expensive, yeah. And so uh yeah. Like I don't even know what the fucking piece is called that I'm looking at right now, but it's a piece of metal that goes around your neck that you attach the pauldrons to. Oh yeah. It's a medieval choker. I guess yeah, like like a neck guard, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh got that going on. Uh got a couple other pieces coming. Uh, I got a this one I can show right now because I don't know what to do about it because it means in order to fully Functionally use it. I have to shave But I don't want to and so I have a 10 pack of random video game Mustaches to attach to my face at any given time uh, My goal was the the Waluigi one But I suppose every season I could just pick a random different one question mark there's one that's for Dr. Robotnik and uh, Dr. Wiley from Mega Man. Yep. <laughs> Drumming up that interest. Uh, yeah. And uh, beyond that, uh, for uh, my uh, second year anniversary, uh, my wife, bless her, uh, she got me a new pair of shoes. But it turns out my feet are like double wide or some shit. Uh, I tried putting on these shoes and I couldn't wear them for like more than two hours. And I started like going barefoot in the truck and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, my week has been like bone-dry beyond work like it's been mostly video games if I may be real Um, there Uh, are, uh,
2: um, shoe stretchers that you could buy if you wanted
0: That that aren't, like, your feet? Like, how does that work? So
2: they're, like, um, inserts, mechanical inserts with springs and stuff, and then you just set them and slowly, like, increase, like, the tension, and it'll just slowly stretch them out, depending, obviously, also on the materials that your shoes are made from. Uh, Leather is easily the one that's more stretchable. I don't know about uh, some of the other
0: materials, but shoe stretchers exist. Didn't know that. Uh, Good to know. Uh, Thankfully, I think as of last night, I was able to wear the shoes without them so basically what's happening is the side of the shoes are so, uh, thin that they're pressing on the, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, the metatarsals, I believe they're called, and the foot? And they're, they're crunching them together, like, uh, you know, a size too small. And having the, the bones pressed together like that will cause them to cramp up, if not, you know, just flat out hurt. Yeah. But it seems like, uh, wearing them long enough, I've, uh, managed to naturally stretch them out, thank god, but... Uh, the last time I've wore shoes too small for my feet was for my wedding, and that's because my parents decided that I needed to wear uh, dance shoes that were, I think, two sizes too small for me, and yeah. I wanted to make them happy, so I put them on, but then, uh, yeah, that sucked, <laughs> as it turns out. Uh, it's like watching fucking Bigfoot put his feet into some fucking Crocs and just watching like the toe stick out and shit. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, video games!
2: Yeah. Yeah, video games. Sorry, I'm Video my, my allergies fucked up my nose for a little bit there, so I'm just a little out of it right now. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh so the secret is not to go with you first. I mean go with me first and see what happens. I'm kinda scared. That sounds like a, a very thinly veiled threat. Like do it. I dare you. Do it, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, alright. So what have you been uh playing for this week, Len?
1: Um, you know, a little bit of the the regular, uh, I will skip one of those, because I think Nick and I can converse a little bit about one of those, um, but, you know, WoW Classic, just raiding, trying to get, you know, things on farm with the new guild, uh, I just recently bought a bunch of Nature Resist stuff for, uh, on Courage, which should be coming out here in the next three to four weeks, uh, maybe two and a half if we're lucky, um, uh, Torchlight 2 has been a lot of fun still. I'm playing it primarily on my Switch because I only play. I only want to play on my computer when I'm playing with a friend who I have the save file on, so I don't get ahead of him. Um, and a little bit of Animal Crossing, a little bit of Pokemon Shield, which I'm Ooh, trying to get did you see through, the upcoming
2: update for Animal Crossing? Yes.
1: Which we can talk yes. about. What? There's an yes, update coming uh, out next month. They're opening up the an oceans. Update? Yes, they're opening up the oceans. You can get a wetsuit and go swimming and gather things and meet new people. Uh, craft new things uh, I think they basically put like a like a sea net on the edge of where you can go in the ocean but you can dive for new stuff new stuff for the museum it looks really really Ooh. interesting so uh I, shit. it looks super dope
0: and <laughs> here I thought
1: I was free <laughs> <laughs> yeah Never. I haven't even got my island of f- five stars yet so like I can't I haven't touched you know. Animal
2: Crossing in weeks so like it's time I think time to go back and yeah have to catch all my sharks and shit like that.
1: Oh my gosh. I, I'm so sad uh, that my island's in the southern hemisphere. The winter sucks. There's no bugs. The only good thing about it is the snowmen. I don't know. Have you guys seen the snowmen? No, because I don't time travel. I Why? didn't time travel either. Mine's in the southern hemisphere. So it's no, winter. No, you
0: space traveled.
1: No, I just chose to have an island. In diff- you don't have to have an island exactly where you are. No, it, just, it encourages no, you, you to do so. No, so the know. seasons match. No, you no, not You don't have to. It's not if it gives cheating. you an option, you don't have to. Yeah, it's true. So I didn't time travel to get that. But either way, like every once in a while, I think once per day, there's two little balls that'll show up on your island and you can kick them around and then roll them around. And then like you roll the second one on top towards the other one. And if it's a good proportion, you make a perfect snowboy. And once a day, they will give you a large snowflake, which is kind of like getting a large star fragment. And they'll give you a recipe that's ice or snow related, which nice. is really cool. So it's one of the few things that makes it worth it. Also, apparently snowflakes sell for a lot on Nookazon. So I'm going to I need to just sit down one day. Wait, so
2: I'll get a good price on Nookazon?
1: Um, I don't know how much they are right now. I could look it up. I know the large snowflakes are super expensive. I'm a large snowflake, um, so I'm sure I'll get a good I'm- price. i <laughs> Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a, a single snowflake is thirty five thousand bells, eh. and a a large one is two hundred and fifty thousand. So,
0: a bit of a price jump there. Yeah, like
1: silver the gold. Uh, well, like I said, you can, there. Yeah, you can only get one large snowflake a day. One large snowflake a day, though. So that's why. So you're telling you know, me that's
2: a quarter mil a day in money? All right.
1: Yeah, just by talking to a snowboy, if, and that's like, I got. <laughs> I've only gotten a few recipes that I want to make. You know, so. (laughs) Odermill a day. But yeah, no, you can get, like, uh, snowflake wreaths. You can make sweaters. I got a snowflake pillar recipe, which I might actually use. But But for the most part, I'm just gathering them. A pillar? So it literally is just, like, a pillar that looks like blocks of ice.
2: That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, But you can
1: get furniture. You can get tables, chairs that are just all made of ice. It's really cool. I got a snowman hat. It's just, like, it's like the cat hat, but instead of, like, ears, it just has, like, a snowman's face and, a, like, a little carrot sticking out of the front, <laughs> and then a little Aww. space for your face. It's pretty, pretty cute. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, but there's no, there's no decent fish, there's no bugs, so at least we have snowflakes. <laughs> so lots but of yeah. little memes running around. <laughs> the, the <guys> yeah. <laughs> really quiet, real dark,
0: real <laughs> there. <Look>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to do on the <sighs> island God's dead. Well, yeah, no, I'm really excited about
1: a lot of games right now. I think seeing the new content from Animal Crossing and WoW with the new drop of, the, of Encourage AQ. Oh, um, uh, yeah, the, the new DLC
0: that's coming out this year. Yeah. Never yeah. seen before <laughs> content.
1: Listen, it's new for me because I didn't play vanilla. So
0: that's the beauty. Yeah, is the that- other vibe, but anybody who's ever owned World of Warcraft could go there. Like, right now, Glenn. Good news. Good news, everybody. Good news, everyone. Uh, I knew I, I triggered that out of you. Uh, yep. every time. You you would go there right fucking now and do the raid if you went to retail. No, because I would, would have still be... to spend
1: time leveling to get strong
0: enough to do that. Glenn, I could get you the level 60 from level 1 in, like, an hour. Like, it, w- it would be would That's exactly easier. why I play Classic, because I actually have to earn it. <laughs>
1: now, I know the higher level, oh. more recent content for WoW retail takes work. But, like, the fact that you can get through AQ in two hours and have the gear and ability to do that just feels so not worth it to me. <laughs> I don't know. I like I see, like the vanilla stuff. It, it
0: scares me because Glenn is basically suggesting if I were to translate it over to D&D, hey, you know how getting the level 19 and level 20 takes fucking forever? That's what it should be like from level 1 to level 2, too. Like, you, there should be no slope there. It needs to be... Every single moment. Gotta put full, you know, two years worth of work just to get that one level. It's like, fuck, dude, no.
1: no Slope it classic up. Classic isn't that
0: bad. It took me three weeks to hit 20.
1: Uh, 20. It took me three weeks to hit 60. And it'll that's probably it.
0: take you three weeks to get to the max level
1: in retail. That's... That's cool. You're not wrong. Someday I'm going to break and I'm going to play it. But right now I'm just really enamored with the grind in WoW.
0: Look, it's Glenn, It's a grind that I enjoy. It's unfortunate because it's a game that has so many possibilities to be fun and it does provide fun a lot of times uh with the way that it's set up though in combination and it sounds awfully fucking familiar right now with the audience and fan base that it attracts uh the entertainment and the just you know the feel-good value of classic wow just sounds horrific like it's like it it sounds like when you gotta do a serious amount of effort to find people who aren't like toxic tryhards who want to like yes i will raid but not with that dps because they suck and i am good i am holy and just but i won't go with that dps because he he ninja my loot when I was level. There's 30. the grind, man.
1: We had a guy quick cause he did two raids and he didn't get anything. He got no gear in two raids and he was like, fuck this, I'm out. And I was like, great, have fun out the door. Let me shut it behind you as quickly as possible. Cause I don't Wow, toxic, fuck! Me? <laughs> you <laughs> Me? No, I'm like he's being toxic, so fine, leave. I haven't gotten loot yep. in two
0: months, you, 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 and you didn't get as loot he's in two typing raids. forward slash D quit. You're like, don't let the door hit you with the good Lord split you. <laughs> yep. that's right. Get Looser. out, man. That Clamp.
1: that that is toxic loot goblin crap, and I don't care for it. Just play the game, have fun in your own way. My fun comes in going to different places and being surprised by loot drops off of different mobs. So I go places and just, like, farm for money and then have fun. And then that money turns in my ability to get consumables for the raid. And then I get some buffs and I go raid and get my friends some cool shit. Because they get cool stuff. Eventually, I'm going to get cool stuff, too. So, like, that's where my fun is. And, like, I think that's where it comes from is that I've played a lot of games where everything's been handed to me. And in this game, it's not so much of a grind. It's not, like, RuneScape, you know, where you, like, have to, like, the grind is Crazy, Even compared to Wild WoW Classic because everybody that's in here that played vanilla said that this is easier than vanilla was So it's a nice medium where you earn it and I know it's per- personally it's, it hits me in the right
0: gaming vibes right now So it's just bizarre be- hearing you talk about how you get fun out of it but Every time I've watched you stream world of Warcraft. It's usually you <laughs> Not having fun. Yeah, uh, I I it's kind of like Facebook, where you post, like, the 1.5% of, like, the best moments of your life on Facebook and all that stuff, and that's all people <laughs> see. But then I get to see the uh, the Big Brother's watching section, where it's like, yeah, he's mad because there's fucking hordes sitting outside this, uh, this raid entrance here. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck, yo?
1: Yeah. No, there are moments that definitely trigger me. Uh, there are things that I wish Blizzard would do to punish those who are using exploits to make the game not fun for people. Um because, you know, in my mind, PvP is, you know, there are certain things that people do, but now, I you know, I've just taken it to a point where I avoid those people. That's all I do. I avoid, as as often as I can, I avoid circumstances or just tell myself that the reason why this person is doing this is something beyond just murdering my in-game character for no reason and making me yeah. spend more time doing this stuff. It doesn't, you know, and and that makes me go, all right, it's fine. It's just a game. You know, and like, That's a very recent change, I will be honest, because I found that if I wanted to continue playing this game, then I needed to shift my perspective, or I was going to hate every moment of playing it anymore, you know? And that just...
0: And then you play Runescape. Yeah, I I know, Sorry, sideways shift. So, uh, PFT. Yeah. 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 You, You see... I really miss the sultry tones of uh, Nickel over there and he's been quiet because it's like oh, blizzard game. How dare <laughs> I'm not gonna speak anything on this. So what better way to uh, Get his tongue silver once again than to invoke the uh, riot Boncha. <laughs> Nick you uh, you said you played a couple of games of uh, TFT on uh, mobile but have you gotten a chance to play it on uh, the computer again or?
2: Yeah, I mean, I left in the middle of the week, so I had plenty of time to play between now and last time I recorded. Um, I think I got another win recently uh, using... uh, uh, It was some fucking crazy combination. It was uh, Infiltrator, um, Celestial Protector, Darkstar. No, Infiltrator, Protector, Darkstar, Mystic. Wow. You
0: know you're supposed to specialize in, like... Three or four of them, right?
2: Gold infiltrator, silver dark star. You fucking
0: Baskin Robbins over there at thirty-one different flavors. Bronze <laughs>
2: mystic and bronze protector. Sure. So it was. That, and you won with that? I did win with
0: that. It
1: was that's
2: cool. a. It was a gold shako. Um, oh yeah, shako. Gold shako with um, the 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 gun that gives him like a two hundred percent firing rate. Yeah. Uh, rapid fire cannon. Rapid fire cannon. That's what it's called. Um, yep, that's wrong. So, so it was uh, Shaco, Nocturne, Zed, um, whoever the other Fizz, and then in the front I was running Mordekaiser, uh, Jarvan, and Xin Zhao
0: with Karma and Lulu. So fucking protectors in the front, backed up by mystics, and then you have the, the goon squad on the back. Because Lulu was yep. just
2: sitting back there c- c- uh, casting Polymorph. I-, I got a level 2 Lulu as well. I got Ooh. really lucky. And it was the first yeah, time I'd strong. gotten up to, like, stage 7. I think we got up to stage 7. It was the first time I'd ever gotten that far. And so oh, I had a yeah, level 2 Lulu like just fucking destroying shit. And my Shaka was just also chewing through mobs it was crazy Uh um there was one game that i played where i inadvertently got by stage two um by stage two what did i get i got the
1: necessary mech pilots oh yeah by stage two i got really lucky up i got really oh my god that's amazing and so
0: that weird fucking time where brandon got Back before they did the uh, fucking space age shit here, yeah, yeah. he got a three star Warwick by the third round. And it's like, what? How? Yeah. How? We haven't well, even faced each other yet. How well, the fuck did you get Warwick? Well, the crazy level three.
1: Th- the crazy thing in this set is that they took, they added more champions than they took out. So it's harder to get silver champions, but like, you do really have the best likelihood of three, four star. Three to four star champions, you have the best likelihood of getting that on, so. It's
2: really, like, I've had, like, shitty luck on dupes now for the last few games. Like, it's been really bad getting dupes because I, like, what am I supposed to do when it's stage four and all I have is, like, one silver, like, out of the six, one of them silver. And, like, I'm just not getting duplicates. And so now I have to, like, the moment, and then the moment I'm, like, let's change up my comp, the moment I do, then all the dupes that I need to start dropping. So it's just, like, fucking RNG. So I just, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I played with a guy who had, he, I was playing with one of my former guildies in WoW, actually, and he's moved to kind of like playing TFT and stuff, and uh, he, I think he ended up getting second place to a guy that had six gold star champions. Six, six gold champions. One of them was Zed, one of them was Jin, one of them was Shaco, one of them was Fizz. So, you can't do anything. no, because when Fizz gets going, too, so we for to, yeah. yeah, for such
2: a tiny little fucker, once Fizz gets going, you can't stop him. Yeah.
1: six Infiltrator mech pilot level nine, with six <laughs> gold champions. What are you going to do? There was literally no way I can do anything, so I got, like, fourth yeah. place. Four games yeah, in a row, yeah. which is, like, a total of 24 LP, which is super awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's sometimes for, our end yeah. Tickets, f- yeah.
2: For some reason, I still, like, I, TFT has been enjoyable, and I think that's because there haven't been a lot of other games that I really wanted to play. And, uh, hopefully, uh, the, some of the games that I bought helped me out with that. Nice, nice.
0: Uh, over at my end, I decided to go back to uh, some old friends to try to drag me away from the big show horse that's, uh, out this week. And, uh, my little distraction from the big distraction is, uh, Scrap Mechanics! Uh, it turns out, playing that by yourself is actually insufferingly boring. <laughs> uh, like, it's kind of weird because they just released an update to where you, uh, can, uh, do a challenge mode. Where it's like, here's a bunch of items. Try to get from point A to point B. Good luck, friend. Heyo. And I hope to try that with, uh, some friends soon. But, like, once I realized that 90% of the survival mode of playing the game is, uh completely dependent on you going out and farming killing little robot enemies running around that can take upwards of like eight to ten hours to do it's like yeah this isn't fun to do by yourself fuck this i'm out and so <laughs> i i dove head first uh back into a little game called the last of us part two and uh i thought i thought with how it, if i tried with all my heart I'd be able to beat the game by the time I got uh, to this podcast. And I can tell you, I'm not even fucking close. I'm pretty sure. And that is tilting. Really? I, I I, I, am tilted because I don't know how much time it takes to beat the first Last of Us, but I'm currently 18, 19 hours into the game. And apparently it's somewhere around the 26-hour mark before you can complete it. Mm-hmm. Uh, problem is, though, I'm at a point in the story where it makes me look like yeah, you're in the epilogue uh, scene right now. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm not falling for the shit. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking seven hours in, you know, left. What's going on here? And obviously, I don't want to go into story plots and all that stuff because you know, the game just came out and this game is infamous uh, for being spoiled and all that shit. So I don't want to go that far. But uh, apparently one of the big talking points that happened uh, late last year, earlier this year, was the fact that for the uh, Naughty Dog's... Uh, ESRB rating, uh, they decided to include a couple extra things that made people really concerned. Uh, some of the topics, uh, being like, uh, nudity, uh, drug use, sexual content, and you're like, oh, shit, this game is, like, horrifically realistic when it comes to, like, the nitty-gritty, like, Walking Dead level fucked up. What are they gonna do this time? And, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw what they had to offer. There's a lot in that game. Uh, Thankfully, yeah. nothing that, like, triggers, like, well, unless you're really squeamish with gore and stuff, uh, nothing that's, like, hardcore content warning triggering stuff, so that's good, I guess, but, <laughs> 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 like, I, I don't even know where I'm allowed to start and where I am talking about this, because I know if I go anywhere into the story, people are like, eh, you know, don't well, I talk think about it. Kind one of
1: thing. thing someone told me about it is that all the NPCs have names. And identities, and they react in different ways that are more realistic. Which is hmm. made people like they feel bad if they kill
0: that person because that was, you know, that was Tabitha. You know, I, it is I funny you say that because you'll like you know, you'll whip out your rifle and you just pop a nice headshot at somebody, and they're like, "No, Sarah- Nicole!" <laughs> yeah, <And> it's like, <laughs> yeah. "Who the fuck's Nicole?" Is there a backstory I should have read? No! no, we just wanted to give her a name so you understand the weight of your actions. Well, fuck you, Jonathan. <laughs> as I shoot them. Uh... <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that doesn't go into storyline, but it is a way that some people are very polarized. Some people are like, this is wonderful. It gives depth to the world. It makes it, you know, everybody is a person, you know? They're all a character in the story, and... My actions have weight in consequence. Like you said, I think that's a valid storytelling mechanic. I don't know why people would be frustrated about that unless they want to remain detached and just be very serial killer-esque,
0: you know? Right. Uh, To not go into too much detail, anybody who plays like the first two hours uh, probably has managed to piece this together, but it's going to be a Halo 6 situation. I believe, uh, Nick, you would have to refer to this one. Which one had uh, Master Chief and Locke in opposing sides of a same story kind of situation?
2: That's Halo Halo 5. Halo Halo 6 hasn't even come out.
0: Halo 5. Ah, finished the fight again, am I right? Uh... (sighs) So, The Last of Us, there's like two major opposing points of like bad shit that's happening. And it's weird because it seems like it's... Like I fucking could set a set cassette tape at this point, where side A is like, yeah, this is bad and this is bad, but I got this and this and this, and they're all awful. (laughs) Ha ha! Look at me! And side B of this cassette tape's like, well, you know what? And, you know, you hear the violin playing. I had this terrible thing happen, and then this terrible thing happened, and Naughty Dog did this thing to this character, and they're on my side. So you should feel bad for side B of side tape. And it's like, get the fuck over it! Uh, I, I know this is so fucking vague, unless you've played it. Here, let's talk about uh, fucking uh, combat. Combat's been fun. Uh, I think co- talking about combat and crafting and stuff like that, that's safe to talk about, right? Versus like story plot elements? Sure. Okay. Uh, you have to
2: understand, like The Last of Us, I have no relation to it because I never owned a PS4. Uh, I just, I, I just want people to enjoy the game, and people who don't enjoy the game, I just want them to let the people who enjoy the game enjoy the game. Because yeah. that's what I'm seeing yep. is people who enjoy the game are being shit on by the people who didn't enjoy the game. And that upsets me because some people genuinely love the story. Like, I've seen reactions. Like, some people just genuinely love what they did. Some people generally don't love what they did. Which is fine. Doesn't give anybody any right to go, like, fuck you, that story was shit. You can't enjoy it. Yeah. That's all I'll say about The Last of Us in general. Um, otherwise, I all I could tell you is Joel's daddy. I've been told to say that. So Joel is daddy? Apparently, yeah.
0: Uh... Mm. I don't know how to respond to that one. Uh, I guess technically he is Faja. Uh, Faja, can you hear me?
2: (laughs) Don't, you'll trigger Tyler.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Laugh. Makes me want- Yeah, uh, I want to play golf with your friends now. Uh, Anyways, uh, so... The crafting system in this is, uh, fairly similar to that of the first one, but they decided to really not adapt too much further from it. Uh, for those who played the first Last of Us, you're gonna feel that the, uh, like, uh, leveling up system and making new stuff is gonna be almost one-to-one with a few, uh, choices, uh, in addition. And honestly, I don't know if I like that or not because they're not deviating from that. But in like it's Naughty Dog's way saying the system that we've done is completely right. We just want to give you more fucking story and that's it. And I want to say I enjoy that because it means if I, you know, played Last of Us recently, I can jump right into it and enjoy it. But I kind of wish that they put like one or two new elements into it and uh they did introduce a couple of things near like the end of the game where it's like all right here we fucking go you're gonna give me this weapon huh you know okay wise guy i see what you're doing over there naughty dog you winking at me from the fucking skies with this item uh and i'm i'm really appreciating that but this game is definitely if it, it, it feels like when jk rowling wrote harry potter and the philosopher's stone and released it and it turned and the- into a big hit. Sorry, the Sorcerer's Stone, as it when it got translated over to the American audience because Never Americans didn't know what the f- okay, Wait, did anyways, they really the call philosophers- it the Philosopher's Stone early? It
2: was call- is that it is it- called, was yeah. called it- the original
0: title, is the Philosopher's yeah, Stone. It was translated to Sorcerer's Stone oh. for the American
2: audience. And because they thought, so, wouldn't you know, know. Oh,
0: okay. I-, I-, I couldn't tell you, dude, mm. <laughs> they, they should have called it Harry Potter and the-, the Black Magic Stone for all I fucking know. Uh, and uh witcher's stone i'm trying to think of like other stupid things that american children would understand uh and like when she made the first book it's like people liked it and she's like oh shit i gotta make a second one i gotta continue the story i thought people would be like cool you know harry potter faced bad guy bad guy's gone i guess question mark there's a lot of loose ends oh well (laughs) and so it's like last of us it's like they knew they're gonna make a sequel but it felt like we didn't know what to do after this very dramatic storytelling that we did for last of us six years ago. And it's like, I guess we're going to continue right after like what exactly happened from the first game and just lead it off the nose. And it's so weird going from a transition of a game that people have been waiting for over half a decade. And it just feels like it's a smooth transition to a new story that is so gray area that it's just, it's, it's mind boggling because naughty dog is, telling you to think on a level that's greater than that of Detroit Become Human. Uh, like, David Cage Is that his name, Nick? Yes, I'm pretty sure. David Cage uh, dare he try to challenge his players to think, uh, <laughs> using some weird ass settings. Uh, Naughty Dog decided, alright, but let's be real, I want you guys to think, here's some more relatable situations Sorry about the tasting blood situation Uh, we're not gonna talk about that And so, the fact that they throw so many gray areas into this that it feels like a fucking Last of Us game, but at the same time, it's causing a lot of uh, conflicting emotions because there's a point about halfway into the game where everything changes. Like, Every Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> yeah, the Fire fucking nation attacked. The Fire Nation done attacked, and you're gonna see what happens when everybody was preparing for the fucking Fire Nation to attack. Oh and it's weird because it does a whole Master Chief the lock a complete shift over, and that makes it weird. Like because it's Naughty Dog trying to do the biggest brain master move to have you sympathize with everybody's actions? Even people that came off as bad. And at the same time, it's like, I don't care, bad person. I want to shoot. Bwah, bwah. Uh, but then they're like, let us understand why this person is not, in fact, entirely bad. Nah, he's bad. Bwah, bwah. Uh, I just want to shoot him anyways. But I understand that they're doing like, let's make you do this for 10 hours straight so you understand that this person might not be bad. And then I'm like, but they're, I don't like, well, but like uh, they tuckered me out with so much fucking drama at this point that it's like, it's watching a soap opera where I got to interact and shoot zombies in between. Hmm. And I don't know what to do about it at this point point. and I think I'm at the point where the main conflict has happened But knowing that I supposedly have six hours left despite um, the fact that it looks like I'm in an epilogue scene I have no idea what the fuck's gonna happen. For all I know I get on five minutes later I hit the credit scene, but there's been no resolution only more conflict I don't know what the fuck is happening, man Uh, All I know is uh, every single character that I've encountered so far has been uh very pc friendly and also very relatable on one scale or another where it's like this person instead of being like super flat kind of like lenny you're talking about even the enemies have fucking names Mm -hmm. uh like people that you don't like people you do like they have like qualities and characteristics that they put time in like this person isn't some paper thin person that you know is a 3d model that's running away from me it's like no they have emotion they have goals and plans and ambitions and you learn that over the course of like two hours as you're trying to either hunt them down or interact with them or you're trying to be friends with them and whatnot and much like Last of Us they make you feel when something happens uh, either by your hand or the game's hand and it's been weird watching Game of Thrones-esque death happening throughout this fucking game that just like some motherfuckers don't need to die, you know? Just let them live let them fucking live in a cottage happy off in the distance Uh but it's like, no, nah Nah, it's like they're wearing a red shirt They're asking for I'm like, I don't Probably. give a fuck
2: um, All I know about the game is that There's some buff women and I'm here for
1: it Oh, you're you, you talking and, about Abby uh, Trans and gay, yeah There's some pretty
0: good representation in
2: There's this some strong game. women And I'm here for it Strong. The- strong. Abby is
0: fucking whoo, She is a Like, she has more abs than uh, Not to be that perverted that why her name is but, Abby? like her pecs are so much muscle that they preceded the mammary glands like you don't even she could crush a fucking coke can with those things and she just has to flex like she is drunk you're you're, yeah you're funny uh yeah but yeah there's a, a couple of characters uh some characters that you meet like early on you continue on uh where it's been like Interesting because you're like, yeah, I have this uh, this thing that's considered uh, not the uh, majority of most of the people that are playing this game So uh, almost to the point where it seems like they're kind of quirky with uh, you know random things about themselves But they do it with enough taste where it's like, okay, you know Like one person's Jewish and he uh, they discover a Torah and it's like they start explaining to uh, one of the characters You know what a Torah is and I'm like, oh, that's cool You know adds a little extra flavor to the character. Uh I could go on, like, we're gonna need to find a time to where I can pop lids off and actually start talking about shit, and that might not be for another fucking year, but I would happily talk about everything that, uh, involves, like, this game, because there's a lot of drama that's happening, and the way that Naughty Dog delivers it is tune. Right. But at the same time, I feel like, uh, they left it... In such a way to where they wanted to make it look like it was open-ended conflict but because you're playing the story of a character versus playing the character themselves you don't have a choice in what's happening you're just there for the part where you need to do the shooting and then whatever the characters do is their decision kind of thing and uh, it's weird because you know for a game like you think of like Mass Effect and whatnot where you have control over the decisions that happen when it comes to like gray areas and all that stuff. Everything in this game has been decided for you. It's up to you to whether or not you like it or not. And so you you gotta take everything with playing this game with a grain of salt, you know? Right. Uh, I won't continue rambling on because I can do that for hours. You know how me or how I work on this, but yeah. Uh, Last of Us 2, about uh, 18, 19 hours in. Doing pretty good so far. Scale of one to 10? Enjoying the story. Uh, Scale of one to 10 uh, on the confused scale, about an eight. I have um, no idea what the fuck's going on. People are shooting at each other. Not bad. Everybody's dead. I have no idea why. Not everybody. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people who died that have names. M- mostly because I killed them and they d- named them after I killed them. Sorry, Nicole. Nicole was NPC number 13 in the last fight I did. Sure. <laughs> I snapped her neck. I snuck up behind her. I'm sorry. Got to do what you got to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, when you hear that sickening crunch, when you play as one of the characters and you snap their neck it's just like that, uh, it's like, oh Jesus! It's a thing? Like you will hear noises and stuff when you kill somebody. If you, it's bad, man. Uh, it, it is very very uh, graphic, audible. Yes, yes. Uh, and <sighs> Nick is talking about Vita girl. There's in fact a PlayStation Vita somewhere in this game, uh, and I have discovered that the fucking thing is indestructible. I tried, uh, exploding my entire rounds on it, and much like in real life, apparently, uh, it can take a hit. Anyways, uh, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, we got some time, though. Nick, uh, y- you brought this up earlier this week, and I think it's something that's worth, uh, getting, a uh, tearing into. Put off the, the old punching bag.
2: Um, are we not gonna talk about the other game that I played? Because we never got to me officially. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. My apologies. Wait, why did they switch to me then? Fuck me. Nick, what else of the games have you played this week?
2: Um, I just put a few hours into Assassin's Creed Origins. It's uh, the, the new style of uh, Assassin's Creed games. It's RPG style. You don't have to go stealthy if you don't want to. Um, it's set in Egypt, and the uh, I'll, the only thing I can say right now is that the map is a lot bigger than I was expecting. It's, it's pretty fucking massive, uh, even though they give you like five targets, and there's like 20 different regions, and you're already fighting the second target when you start off, uh, because you already killed one at the start of the game. So, like, I'm not really sure what's happening just yet, but so far it seems okay.
0: Uh, how many hours would you say you're into a couple as, at that point? Yeah, then?
2: as I just said, I put about two or three hours into it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, PC? I'm assuming because uh, you, you don't have the, the PS4 in any your access anymore?
2: Uh, I mean... Yeah, I picked it up from the summer sale.
0: Oh,
1: yes. I'm sorry. I clearly it was what like 50 off, right? No, right now?
2: no. I got picked up the gold edition in Canadian. It was 130 dollars. It's uh, the gold edition normally. Um, it is 25 dollars.
1: Whoa! Now, wow. You Fuck. would know this probably more than me. Is that a reflection of a game that is not so critically acclaimed, or is it just a really great deal?
2: I think it's a really great deal. Origins received mixed to more positive reviews because it was such a different system from previous Assassin's Creed games because this has, like, levels and, like... Equipable like like skill trees and different weapons different weapon types. You don't have a switchblade. Cool. I don't think there is a switchblade, like a hidden blade in this game. Oh the which is iconic yeah. yeah, which is iconic for the Assassin's Creed games. This is an RPG You can just fucking with the combat system the way it is You can just straight up go in and just hack and slash your way through everything you could do that in previous games But it was much diff like it was very difficult here. You power up accordingly You can upgrade your the amount of uh, arrows you can carry uh car- caro carry your your armor your like the amount of damage that you do things like that like you can go hunting to pick up materials to upgrade shit you go around exploring these tombs and sh- shit in egypt and you like get uh more experience you get more materials that you can put towards things like it's very rpg based
1: treasure like cool weapons and stuff in those yes tombs and things yes that Actually, sounds way mm. more interesting than all. Of the other. Yes, I liked Black Flag for that reason. I love Black Flag. Black Flag open, is my know?
2: favorite. Black Flag is yeah. by hand, like hands
1: down. But you, they my had like treasure Assassin's hunts and like you could go hunting for yep. you know. Sea and then you finish. Th- and and like, then
2: you finish the game, and at the end of the game, you get to fight like the four legendary ships or whatever.
0: Yeah. And it's like and it's, you
1: upgrade your own ship.
2: Yeah. Black Flag is by far my favorite Assassin's Creed game, and I'm just playing through Origins right now, and mm. just because I want to play Odyssey. Not that there's any story story relation at least I don't think so but I'm like let's try origins right let's try the new way and odyssey <laughs> apparently makes it much better and in odyssey you get to pay play as a uh, a dude or a girl uh depending on whatever you want um and then we've got the viking one coming out next year I believe or the year after uh but the switchblade does return for that so I don't know like I just wanted to I just wanted to see um yeah, so i have just put a few hours into that exploring, running around. I bought the gold edition, which means I get some like outfits from some DLCs and just like buying the gold edition. Uh so I've got like a one one that makes me look like um the sun god, the Egyptian sun god, which is the eagle, so with all the feathers and stuff, rah, that's what it is. is, that is. Raw? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, you get like exclusive mounts and shit like that. Otherwise the base is a camel. Um, which is kind of tight. I will say, Dude. um, I, I don't know how I feel about the voice acting when they speak in English with the Egyptian accents. I'd have to look into the making of the game to see who they used to make, to like do the voice acting. Some of it seems I mean, fine. Some of it seems a little over exaggerated. Like some, I mean,
0: what about the, like extras from the fucking movie whatever his with name Daniel Frazier or whatever, or Brandon Frazier. Sure. Sorry, Glenn. Uh Sorry, Glenn.
1: the guy that was Mr. Robot, he's an Egyptian American actor and yes. like uh like I think so like if it's similar to what he did in Night at the Museum is that some- what the good stuff sounds like?
2: I, it's it's not even about good stuff. It's just kind of like it. you know like sometimes you can tell when it's over like if all three of us were to like watch a YouTube video on how to do a New Yorker exit. And we're just kind of walking around talking for Italian Americans for like from New York or like Brooklyn or wherever for like the next episode. Then you'd be able to tell it's like it's either a little forced, put aside good or bad. Like it's clearly like it's overemphasized and overexaggerated. So that's what some of the voices sounded like. Um, but then the Arabic sounds a- like it's Arabic or at least like uh, that style. Like I think it's a specific dialect from that period of time and from that region. Um, I'm so so far like it seems okay culturally. So, which is a bonus for me, like I, yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm appreciating that, so I wouldn't know, you know, so, like, somebody who is Greek or has some connection to Greek um, history would have more to say whenever, if they ever played
1: Odyssey. Now, what's your preemptive kind of, like, you know, middle of the game You know, out of 10 rating on this so far, then.
2: Like a 6.57. Like I don't think I've gotten to the meat yet, so I don't know what's... What right now I'm doing the thing with all Assassin's Creed's or like even Breath of the Wild. I'm going up to the points to like scan and look through the map. Like that's just, that's always my first thing to do because I just want to know what the map looks like. And then doing all the side quests immediately before I even get to the main quest.
0: I, I wish I had a full 10 scale for a lot of the things I do. I tried to do it before, but, and this is lame, I have a zero to two point scale. Zero is, I hate it. One is, it's playable and I'll play it. And two is, it's fucking great. I enjoy it. And that's all. Uh, but if it makes you feel better, Glenn, I will tell you that The Last of Us Part Two, as of right now is a two on my zero to two scale. How does that make you feel? It's a five out of seven for me, dog. Seven out of five bananas.
1: (laughs) Uh, How does it make me feel that that you have it at a two? Yeah, two out of two. It's like a ten out of ten for you. I mean, I just always like to know, you know, because obviously, like, I don't feel like anybody's opinion on anything is the end all be all, but it makes me, it gives me a good idea of where you're at for you. And I like to know how my friends feel about these things. That's the sort of thing. Like, like. That's why when we were talking about Ready Player One and you were like, you know, a lot of your things that you were bringing up were critiques, and so, like, I didn't really know how you felt about it, and I thought, you know, he hates this, and they you were like, seven or eight out of ten, you know, I enjoyed it, but there were these things for me that were glaring issues as far as, you know, storytelling styles go, and I was like, oh, oh, okay, so that, when I ask for a one to ten scale thing, it's just because I'm, interested to hear like an overall feeling about something because like also yeah. you know then you know 20 hours 30 hours in the game next time we talk to Nick about this and he goes oh my god it's a two I thought I was really enjoying it it's a it. two out of two oh my god you know, you know, why yeah, it's a, t- it. <laughs> a two out of ten for him or whatever it is just to see the changes because how you finished you know was it because it also shows you know what parts of the story that they did well you know because you may have really enjoyed the the opening and the mid part of the game but the the resolution of a b and c plot line just didn't feel satisfying or whatever you know for example i'm scared
0: of that actually happening uh, right now like i'm scared that the resolution that i haven't gotten so far will continue to not be gotten (laughs) like uh, i'm like oh okay because it's it's been left on a cliffhanger. It seems like so. I'm really hoping that there's resolution that's going to be happening here and for Last of Us. But sorry, not to drag it away from Assassin Assassin's Creed. It's just the ranking system. I'm not a big fan of it. I give the ranking system a two out of ten, even though I hate the ten point scale. Uh, yep. How you doing, Glenn? Great, just chilling. What's your like favorite a type of uh precious <laughs> metal?
1: Uh, precious metal? Yeah. I think probably platinum. Really. Yeah, I think I really enjoy a good a good metal and a like a, I don't like super polished metal. I like it when it has more of a matte finish personally, mm. um, but I'm it's really a big fan has of a like a bit of
0: tension to it. Yeah, just it's
1: not it's not <laughs> honestly most of it's that I don't like how smudgy super shiny metal gets so easily, you know, so like we got
0: a toast. We kinda... recently
1: replaced our toaster and it's like a it's like a brushed metal, you know, so it's not like every time I touch the toaster, I'm not going to get fingerprints all over it, you know.
0: I was really expecting you to go for something like uh, when you with that kind of logic, like uh, tungsten or something like that. You're like, yeah, I'm a I'm a tungsten kind of guy or a titanium, but maybe I just don't know what tungsten or titanium look like. Hmm. I mean imagine stainless steel, but it's harder to break, or it has a, oh. a higher tension point, I believe. For tungsten? Uh, tungsten, I believe so, yes. Uh, it's also one of the hardest things to magnetize, but when you do, it lasts it's one of the strongest magnets once you, uh, get to the, uh, pass of the polarizing effect. Uh-huh. Like, uh, I think one of the easiest things to magnetize is copper. Copper and, uh, some, uh, iron alloys, and so tungsten is magnetizable, if that's if that's even the fucking word. Uh, it, it's really hard to do, once you do, it has like a very strong magnetic field, if I understand. Anyways, uh, enough, uh, this conversation. Am I good to go to the topic of the show, or...? Yep. Cool! So, people sold their souls, and looks like they sold their souls to the wrong devil. Nick, this is your topic. Could you set up the punching bag?
2: Um, yeah, um... Once again, uh, corporations have only shown that they care about money and not people uh microsoft sold mixer to uh facebook in a partnership and are collaborating with them on uh the xcloud um there were reports that came out of uh some the reporters and some sources that microsoft only ever invested money in mixer for the ftl which is the faster than light technology which is what mixer was what mixer's main catch was where it was all, almost instantaneous. There was no delay between you and the streamer and, like, streamer and chat. Um, this news dropped earlier this week with uh, no... Um, the Mixer staff weren't notified. Mixer partners weren't notified. Mixer creators weren't notified. Only select partners and select m- to upper-level management knew about this. And uh, by the middle of July, I believe, Mixer is going to officially shut down.
0: July 22nd. Um,
2: so a couple of things happening with that. Um... Twitch is, for whatever reason, responding to this and a few other things, which yeah, we may or may not get time to get into. But um, Twitch is allowing Mixer partners to apply with their current numbers to see if they qualify for a partnership. Um, Facebook is also allowing people to come in as partners if you're a Mixer partner. But you can only you can only do that if you sign a F- NDA for Facebook. Which means that if Facebook does something scummy, you can't say shit. Um, yeah. Um... Ninja and Shroud knew about this and Facebook offered to buy them out for a lot of money, but both of them said no and forced Microsoft to buy out their remaining contracts. Um, yeah. Um, and people are... (sighs) I don't like this, uh, we had a small conversation with Brandon about it, it's not something that gets me too riled up, but people are saying that it's a fucking heist that Shroud and Ninja pulled off, which I disagree with. Uh, they took on a contract. Yeah, they took on a contract to go to a different platform because money. This is literally like any other sports uh, nowadays, or just business, for money to go to another platform. Platform shut down on them. They that they, they weren't expecting, so they chose to walk away instead because their contract was not being upheld um, according to what they originally signed on for. Uh, so Ninja apparently walked away thirty million dollars and Shroud about ten to twenty million dollars because uh, they had to, their contract had to be bought out.
1: Wow. Are they have they officially moved to a new platform though?
2: Uh, I don't believe either of them announced anything yet. Uh, the other streamer. Also, did you
1: see Doc got banned?
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's Doctor something. Doctor disrespect. That's something else. Yeah, um, uh, not related yeah. to this. Uh, so. It's not related to this. It just might be a topic for conversation. It's like there's so like if you told me that. Sexual predators were gonna get outed in mass and fucking a streaming platform would get shut down if that was on my bingo card for 2020 I would not have believed you like this is fucking wild. It's not even. It's like it's crazy. What is happening? Dr. Disrespect got banned reportedly yesterday Uh, Nobody knows why but all of his subs are getting refunded and all of his sponsors are dropping him Um, and we do not know why um, well, I
1: saw one person on Twitter, she said, I know why, but I legally cannot tell anyone, but I can tell you that it's bad.
2: Same thing with uh, Slasher Rob Breslau, uh, former... Um, uh, I can't remember what game he got famous for, but now he's a—he's uh, he's big on the news reporting PUBG. shit. PUBG. Uh, no, not PUBG. Um, well, before that, he's an OG uh, in the uh, competitive gaming space. But Slasher um, also really? reported that he got... Um, He got the info from credible sources and he was not feeling comfortable sharing it because of the legal magnitude, basically to paraphrase what he had said. So it must be real bad bad if nobody can talk about it. The fact that Twitch has not said anything yet either probably hints at something that's really bad. Um, they probably found out that he's not a real doctor. Um, that's...
0: (laughs) (laughs) You only have a bachelor, you fool. Um... Uh, No! No, I can't be bachelor. De- disrespect and ah! and as
2: Nick pointed out, Twitch is finally starting to enforce some rules. But it's just what's driving me crazy is the inconsistencies at in which they're doing it. Still, um, even with E three stream in the bathroom and playing up cheating on his wife to get fans. Uh, okay, so I will say the E three streaming the bathroom stuff really fucked up. Him cheating on his wife has nothing to do with Twitch, so I don't agree with anything anything of that like reflecting on his no. Twitch. But the stream in the bathroom, one hundred percent. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 you know, like. How hard hard is it to not? Like, just how hard is it to not in this world? Um, But a lot of things, a lot lot is happening in the gaming space right now. More on the um, social side of things. uh, More on the culture and ethical side of things. And it's hard because we also need to meet some of these people who genuinely show regret at what they've done and try to change themselves yeah. and try to mend themselves that we meet them with compassion instead of constantly canceling canceling people out who are trying to make amends but we need to to use the uh, sjw words we need to cancel those people who have not been met with consequences and a lot of these big streamers have done stupid shit and not been met with any consequences and now it's finally catching up and yeah um it all started like it quite literally all started last week like, it's been the longest year, and the, this past week has been the longest year. I don't know, like, I've not gotten enough sleep and, like, everything, like, literally it's been something every day, either within the Destiny community or within Twitch in general, with so many people being out and so many people coming forward, and it's been uh, good to see the communities get flipped on their head and torn apart from within for the better, because... You need to be listening to the people who make these accusations, Uh, and I'm saying accusations more on like legal terms like alleged, uh, you know, bringing up these uh, stories of accusations because if we don't start listening to each other and we let these things slide on the table, we're just going to be perpetuating the same cycle of toxicity and letting people remain oppressed. Like even if nothing comes off it, we still need to listen to people when they say this person did something to me, investigate. Don't just sweep it under the rug as you fucking deserved it, or you were asking for it, or you did this to get that, it's only fair, fuck that. Somebody says this person did something, investigate, figure out the truth, and then move on. I I, I know we started with uh, Mixer and Facebook and then that's where we ended up with, but then like literally that's all I've been dealing with now this past week. Is just people doing stupid fucking shit.
0: What about mountains? You, you went to a mountain.
2: Yeah, in the mountains, I was vibing with the mountain energy, but still dealing
0: with all of this. You, you heard the fucking avalanche uh, happening down below.
2: Um, yeah. So with the whole Mixer stuff, it's kind of it's kind of really shitty because Microsoft really put in the money and promised a new platform, new competitor. I'm sad to see competition go for Twitch because now there's nothing to make Twitch be better, and unless we hold Twitch accountable, Based which we've been gaming. trying to do. I've never heard of it. Um... (laughs) Facebook gaming and YouTube gaming aren't serious competition, I'm sorry. I will never see them as serious competition. Like, Mixer was the only legitimate competition and they only had three viewers, and two of them left. One of them went to Facebook. Twitter? I don't know. You don't
0: wanna periscope it? You don't wanna periscope uh, video game streams?
2: I don't know, like, everything's kinda... Everything's kinda fucked right now. But hey, that's why we play video games, to escape from all of that... Do we though? Yeah. Try to. Oh, by the way, Bungie is selling a Black Lives Matter uh, emblem if you guys want to pick that up for a really cool in game emblem, too. Oh. Or an in game emblem on. In Destiny, but then you get, like, you buy a pin, a Black Lives Matter pin. Oh, nice. Yeah, like 15 bucks. Sorry, huh. just figured I'd plug that's that too really cool. because that proce- I'm pretty sure proceeds from that are going to one of the bail f- uh, f- foundations, I think. Bailout fund or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bailout
1: fund is the big one.
2: Um, but yeah, I mean, unless you guys want to chip in on anything about that, that's what happened with Mixer shutting down because that's kind of like really it's it reminds me of t- reminds me of Telltale all over again, like. um... Oof. I'm pretty sure, like, there's so many, there's so many Mixer employees, so, like talking about this on Twitter, saying they had no idea that they were about to lose their jobs. Some of the internal teams are being moved to other teams on Microsoft and Facebook, I believe, but like a lot of people are just kind of like, "Well, we lost our jobs." Fuck. Sucks.
0: I'm assuming next week we're gonna hear some bullshit recovery thing made by Microsoft to make it look like they're uh, not cleaning up their own mess, but like they're doing like a good faith act or some shit, right?
2: I doubt it because this literally came the day before, like quite literally the day before they're like, uh, they put out, we are looking to create a safe place for people moving forward in the future. This is what we're gonna be doing to help our community and like protect our people within our community. Quite literally the next day, they're like, oh, by the way, Mixer is no longer gonna
0: exist. Well, fuck. Uh, Nick, do you want to do the game releases? <laughs> like, how do you end on that note? Like, fuck! Like, it, this is, like, it's,
2: you know, like, this is quite literally the second coming of Telltale Games. But, um... We are going to move on to the game releases because there's really nothing much more that could be said to even defend or even try to bring up some sort of conversation around how shitty some of these practices have been in the gaming world. Um, but first up on our list is Hunting Simulator 2 coming out for PS4, Xbox One, to Switch, PC, and I'll talk shit
0: about Microsoft if you want.
2: <laughs> I mean, what's there to talk shit about? Beyond the fact that they just laid off a whole bunch of people and uh, creators whose literal employment is a platform that they just wrote, like, deleted. They quite literally hit Alt F4 on the entire platform. They're like, good luck finding a job with no forewarning, despite us giving you a
1: space to host your content. Well, I mean, I think it's really good that that Twitch is saying, hey, listen, we understand how shitty that is. Yeah. And obviously it's a win for them, because their platform is going to get more views and influence. But yeah. also it is nice that they're saying, hey, we'll take your viewership and allow you to apply that to your application for partnership. And hopefully you can continue, you know, without missing a beat. You yeah. Know? So I would say there's, there's, that's good. I admire Twitch for that.
0: Why wouldn't Mixer at this point just say, hey, we understand that we post a lot of people, definitely not from Facebook, uh, you know, may or may not be Twitch. Why not just accept it and say, hey, uh, you know, Amazon, uh, Mr. Bezos, uh, could you please uh, transition (laughs) these guys back into the uh, the home territory here? Because that's where they all migrated from. Why not try to transition them back? Like, is this just like pride at this point? Saying, hey, we're trying to compete with Twitch, but we suck. So we're going to do like a fucking sucky move on our way out.
2: No, but that's the thing. I like the whole partnership with Facebook on XCloud points to the fact that they never cared about the streaming part of it. The only reason they invested money in Mixer was that and bought out Beam, the company that first started it, uh, was for the FTL technology. The only reason they ever put money to Mixer was so that they could develop it and stress test it and get it to a point where they're like, all right, we're going to take fuck all these people. We don't care about these people. We don't care about the employees. We don't care about the streamers. We don't care about our viewers. We don't care about Shroud. We don't care about Ninja. We just want this bit so that we can make xCloud work and then compete with Google on Stadia, which is already failing. They want to compete against something that's already failing, which makes no sense to me. And it's not a market that people really want right now anyways. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, that's all that to me that's all it looks like
0: it just sounds like final testing for their the concept of the digital streaming box that is going to be the uh, next gen xbox uh system like that's what the big talk was uh, i know they've probably given out so much uh modern day information versus what they gave out like a year ago just hearing about the idea that the next xbox is going to be a full streaming physical box uh project scarlet thank you and the idea that uh oh wait what are we calling it, Project Scarlet? Didn't we call it Xbox Series X or some shit? Yeah, they released the name the, the, the ref- already. Yeah. The refrigerator? Yeah, refrigerator or uh, Wi-Fi router. <laughs> the idea that, like, what you're saying, Nick, does point everything to that, which kind of sucks. It just seems like, uh, yeah, we're trying to grow a farm to see if we could make uh these special mutant plants for our uh, army over here. Well, the mutant plant's done, killed everything, so I guess we're just gonna shut down the farm. It's, I I know that's a terrible analogy, cause, uh,
2: like how much, like, you have to compare the capital, like, the amount of money that Mixer and Facebook have. For this to happen, like, either this was already in the books, like, this was already being planned, and they were just gonna do it anyways, and they don't care about people, which makes sense. Or Facebook offered them a shit ton of money for the partnership. Or they both reached some sort of deal that is like worth so much money for both sides that they're like, okay, cool. We'll just leave at the end of the month. Fuck these guys. Either way, makes like Microsoft looks really shitty right now.
1: And it's so you're saying it's not even necessarily the fact that they dropped the platform. It's the way that they did it without a care for the people that had invested their livelihoods in it. Yeah, so I mean, if they would if, have given them forewarning and allowed them time to transition and stuff like that, you think it would have been fine?
2: Yeah, like, look, business is business. You're going to do what you're going to do for your own, like, needs. But then if they're like, hey, listen, here's a public announcement two months from now, uh, three months from now, uh, Mixer is going to be closing. Get you, you know, we're giving you this time to get your shit in order. Uh, Mixer partners reach out to us, let us know what we could do to you to help you get to where you need to get to. Not hey, like quite literally, the article said we've decided that we're gonna partner with Facebook on whatever, whatever for moving forward with XCloud. Mixer is ending its services on June 22nd, on July 22nd. Mixer partners and employees found it at the same time. When they made that announcement and only like four people that they poached uh or like whoever i i just know four people that they had poached but whoever they poached were the only people some of the only people that weren't top level employees that got were asked about whether they wanted to move on to Facebook or not. Uh, So that includes Ninja, Shroud, King Italian, who moved over from Twitch to Mixer to help them grow their streaming platform. And now he's gone to Facebook, to Facebook Gaming to help them grow their streaming platform. And Ewok, she was a, she is a, I think she's 15 or 14, but she was one of the competitors on uh, the Fortnite World Cup, Um, and uh, she's uh, deaf, which is why why stream got so popular and she got uh, a contract with uh, Mixer. And so she hasn't said as well whether she's going to continue, where she's going to continue. But yeah, like these are the people that I know in terms of like the gaming space that got contracts. And I believe they were all given choices. Um, Ninja and Shroud famously like, fuck you, we don't, we want out. And so they're gonna go off and do their own thing. We don't know what that is yet. Ninja with the Ninja brand is probably better, fine for a while. Shroud will. Shroud is 25. He's young. He'll be fine too. Like wherever he ends up, he, like you can't not watch him play. When you watch him play a shooter, it's magical. It quite sincerely is magical to watch Shroud play a shooter. So I'm excited to just see him again if he comes back to Twitch. Mm. So yes like i I went off on another ad there but if they were like it sucks and it's shitty but we're gonna help you and here's some time to figure out what to do like what really like sank home for me and like that this was a shitty thing to do was somebody took a screenshot of like the top streams the day of the announcement and there were people and their like thumbnail was them crying because they're like we had no idea what this is like where do i go now what do i do right and these were partners and they're like i don't know what to do or where to go because some people left twitch because i have how inconsistent and shitty twitch can be sometimes or maybe their specific gaming communities they, to go to mixer but then people don't want to sell their souls to facebook so now where do they go they come back to Man. twitch and a lot of them are coming back to twitch because that's really the only viable thing
0: yeah seems like a uh, doing that is almost shameful because you wanted to make your breakout on your own you when they have to come back you know hat in hand and all that shit like that's that's gotta feel humiliating to have to make that jump just to continue your livelihood at that point I'm seeing, I'm seeing some
2: people in the Destiny community, some of the bigger voices, be like, Hey, listen, shut the fuck up. These people had their platform taken away from them. We're going to welcome them. And every night I'm going to be hosting somebody who's coming back to Twitch. Like, so yeah, I'm seeing a lot great. of people like welcome people back in. Some people are excited for some communities, like for the music uh, categories. Uh, Lady Desiree, who actually at every GuardianCon will like bring her keyboard and sit outside and play like her own, like covers of uh video game music and so she's the entertainment at like the lineups and right outside guardian con now gcx event um she's coming back to twitch because like there's there's been a lot of awesome changes to the uh music directory and she's excited to be back there so yeah like shameful yes but also some people have you have to take this in a more positive note you have to be like this is not this is out of my control it's very much like uh the COVID. this is out of my control what are my options we will make best use of that
1: right yeah Hmm. i dig it I like that. That's- that's a little bit of positivity out of that- that whole, you know, really
0: bad situation, so that's cool. It's interesting because I looked into the warehouse and I found more fireworks to light off, and it's like, heh <laughs> found more fireworks. But now I'm looking around the- you know, checking the corners to see if there's any more gunpowder kegs I can- uh, light on Nick's, uh, warehouse over here just to see what I can- Bro, like, like I vote. told you,
2: Tyler, it's been a- this- this past week has been the longest year. It's been such a long fucking year. Like, it's- I just- I just want- I- I saw a thing about some people celebrating Halloween already. Because they're just so, like, done.
0: They're like, we're just gonna celebrate Halloween. Let's just dress up like monsters. I wanna do fucking Christmas tonight now. If- wait. If I wanted to, hypothetically, could I set up my Christmas tree and then just go to my local supermarket and buy a bunch of gifts and wrap them up? Can I do something like that? I
2: I don't see why not. Like, is there like yeah, any? Gonna say, is there anything not? that's
0: actually? I, I mean, is there anything I, stopping me? Because fuck it, at there's this point, nothing you
2: know? stopping you. There's nothing stopping those fucking shops from playing Christmas music starting in August. So there's nothing stopping you. Double Christmas from, <laughs> from pulling out your Christmas trees right now. Nick, I might have to delay uh, the D&D session tomorrow. I don't blame you, dude. Uh, like, everybody needs to be able to take care of themselves right now because...
0: Fuck, dude! Fuck! Indeed! Wow, uh, so my wife did just chew me the fuck out for spending uh, a lot of money on medieval armor. For the uh, D&D podcast, but, you know, what better way to be frugal than by reenacting a second Christmas at this point just to make, uh, you know, everything feel better.
2: Hell, I wouldn't blame you if you had three Christmas by the time December hits. So, uh, Hunting Simulator 2, huh? (laughs) Yeah, um, Hunting Simulator 2 came out, is going to come out June 30th for the PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo, Switch, and PC. Um, let's read this little blurb here. With your hunting dog by your side, explore the Texan desert and forests of Colorado and Europe as you track down 33 animal species. Choose your gear from over 160 official weapons, accessories, and clothing items including browning, winchester, and bushnell. Bushnell. I'm assuming those are gunsmiths? Like smithing, maybe? Bushnell? Yeah, Bushnell. No, Bushnell brand. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's a brand. They make like weapon foundries, scopes. Okay. They might make weapons. All I I know them for is binoculars and scopes.
2: Um, firearms brands. Thank you, Nick. And then moving on past that, we've got Trackmania coming out PC on July first, Canada Day actually, which that's what July first is. It is Canada Day. Um. And the uh, Trackmania is a series of racing games for the Windows, PS4, Xbox One, developed by Nadeo, and for Nintendo DS and Wii, developed by Firebrand Games. Um, I believe this is a remaster of.
0: Oh, yeah. This is like a. Like, Duke Nukem or Doom hasn't gotten nearly as uh, many remasters as fucking Trackmania. I see. But Doom is just more popular. Like, uh, Trackmania is like. <sighs> it's a fucking meme with how often that uh, it gets, like, put back to life and there is an audience for it. Uh, I can't tell you anybody in the audience whatsoever, (laughs) but there is a there is a underground group of people that love Trackmania, much like people that love, like, you know, Doom before Doom 2016 became a thing, and you know, it started becoming uh, mainstream, if you will. But, but yeah. It's it's the the latest release uh, remaster, if you will. And then
2: the last on this list is Iron Man VR, which is finally getting its release this July 3rd on the PS4. Um... Yeah, like, I joked about getting a PS4 only if the Jack and Daxter games, or the PS5, the Jack and Daxter games, um, came out to them, but this might, this is a very close temptation because, much like Glenn Iron Man is one of my favorite characters, but I don't yeah, like VR, I'm an old man, I don't like change.
0: I was i to this VR game's probably gonna be, what, a couple hours? Is that worth making a full jump uh, to a new console and all that? No. New console with VR? I mean, I've got it. I've got the VR. Sounds like, a lot reason. of money, like, actually. play it? Only a fool would buy a new console for a single game. But I do love Breath of the Wild, I'll tell you that. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I I was originally going to buy the
2: Switch just for the Pokemon games because I knew they were going to come out at some point. Fair, fair.
1: Yeah. That's me. I literally only bought that console so I could play Pokemon Shield.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then I got my car impounded, so I have to, like, put all my savings towards getting my car out. So, (laughs) kind of, you know.
0: So, uh, Glenn... We have a lot of birthdays to wish. Uh, Would you mind uh, lighting up the candles for us? I love lighting candles. Thank you. Several of these are Yeah, candles. Pyromaniac motherfuckers.
1: (laughs) Uh, The first is Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, which came out on Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PC in 2018. Happy second birthday. Holy Um, shit. Then we have a game that I never played. Oh, it's an app. Final Fantasy Brave <laughs> Exvius on iPhone and Android. Why is this on the list? I thought we focused. On I put like, it on the list
0: music. because there was a time where I loved. Uh, I mean, this was when I was over the road and I wanted to play a Final Fantasy game, and this was just out. Like, I got it within a week of it coming out on the phone and all that. I got so excited. It, it was like I was ecstatic because it was a Final Fantasy game, and you know, it had the music and all that stuff. But then it was like, hey, uh, just so you know, you're probably going to have to do a 700 megabyte download for this game. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, okay. And then and then it's like, oh, by the way, that's just uh get the installer ready. It's going to be another gigabyte, lol. And so it's like, it's a fucking huge ass game. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, let's keep it going. Mind you, uh, over the road, I have nothing but 4G, you know, so doing like one, two gigabytes is... Comically long at that point. And then I finally do it and I get it. And I get to do the first fucking cutscene. And it's, you know, two, three minutes worth of cutscene and interaction and stuff. And it's like loading the next chapter, 200 megabytes. And that's when I uninstalled the game because I realized that this game was just, it was meant for Wi Fi. uh So I just want to remember it's been four years since I have last said, fuck you, Final Fantasy Brave xvs So yeah, happy birthday.
2: Sweet. <laughs>
1: And then we have Infamous, which came out on PS3. Yeah, I believe Infamous was an exclusive uh, in 2010. So happy 10th birthday, team!
2: Yeah, Sparkly Electric Man, destroy sparkly city. Sparkly
1: Electric Man, destroy <laughs> city. And then uh, in wow, this one's on a this is OG stuff. Uh, Spider-Man 2 came out on PS2, Xbox, GameCube in 2004. This it game, is 16 years old. This game was
2: so good. It was well beyond its time. I'd like to think, in terms of
0: in-game systems, people praised it for like being the best Spider-Man game of all time until the one that came out recently hit. Whereas, like, this is the last time people I've learned to love again playing the Spider-Man game since Spider-Man Two. Yeah, and, like yeah, this game from sixteen years old.
2: From everything I've seen from the new Spider-Man game versus this Spider-Man game is the new Spider-Man game's like. Let's actually take Spider Man 2 and make it better. And every other Spider Man game that came out in between is kind of like, we know that this works really well, but we're not going to do anything like this. And then they just went out to do that. Everyone wants to do something. Yeah,
1: everyone wants to do their own thing and make their own mark. When in reality, you just need to do what works. Yeah. Because something like a Spider Man game is either going to work or just not work at all. No, I'm not even saying that, but just like some of the playstyle things, it like, that's why I think. Glenn, you, you know, just said, how dare Like, do what works, don't try something not, new. No, I'm not saying don't make a new IP. I'm saying certain, like, mechanics and stuff work well in that game style because a Spider Man game where you have to web sling and stuff like that, and the movement of the thing, and the. The pacing of the story i'm not saying like don't do sequels i'm just saying like make the travel similar make the things that are really good about that game carry over despite the you know whether it's miles morales or peter parker or if it's next gen or if it's you know ps2 oh that's all I'm saying.
0: wait who's peter parker
1: what do you mean who's peter parker the first spider-man yes it's, it's not just spider-man
0: well no. It's just like The Flash. You had Barry Allen and Wally West. Like Oh, there oh was shit. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Peter Parker is Uncle Ben's love interest, right?
2: Yes. Sure.
0: Perfect. Okay. Uh, and there's... <laughs> Next like, please continue. This is bullshit. Uh, Glenn, there's one more birthday of the wish. Happy 16th there birthday to Spider-Man 2. Well, last one is probably my favorite on the list is Diablo
1: 2 came out in 2000. <laughs> it's 20 years old, almost old enough to go out to the bars.
0: It
1: uh, can over just, in the UK. Just think about that, though. Like, well, I mean, in the US. Sorry. Uh, think about that, though. Literally, like there are children who were born after the year 2000 or like during that year that are almost able to drink in the US. That's nuts to me.
0: That makes me feel old. <laughs> it still freaks me out that one of my favorite games of all time is actually older than one of my podcast members, and, like, I, I can't settle with that. Uh, Link to the Past uh, came out in 1991, and Nick, I'm pretty sure, what, you're 94? 95, 93? good, sir. 95, I'm sorry. I was trying to give you a little bit of credit here. Uh, yeah, our sweet summer child, uh, it's it's so weird. I uh, You know... If I may be honest, I told myself I would never be able to function properly in a group with somebody younger than my sister, who was born in ninety-three. And so the fact that I was a very right, and I'm just kidding, uh
2: (laughs) very Okay, I'll just leave then, you know. (laughs) I can
0: just leave. That's always an option. No, it's not. Baby, come (laughs) back. Come back (laughs) You leave, you pull the plug, it's around your waist. I'll miss you. Yeah. Nick, you are casual mastercrests. That is all You are in right, releases. Sorry, I'm just looking up this
2: one Spider-Man game that I can't remember when it came out. That was also like I think a pre- pre- predecessor to Spider-Man 2, the one that we just talked about. That is also yeah, one Spider-Man of the Spider-Man one. Um well, you see there's two now that I'm realizing. There's one that came out in 2002 that was in line with the game release with the movie release and then there was one in 2000 which wasn't. Um and I do remember
0: one that I got the play that was on the PlayStation 1 and the Nintendo 64 where uh I don't remember how it started, but I remember it ending with you fighting or basically escaping from Dr. Octopus after fusing. And you with, do uh, like
2: a like a platform like like crawling upwards through like a circle system. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That one I remember finishing that with my cousin in one sitting.
0: Fuck, what is the name? A Carnage. Uh, Yes. Dr. Octopus fused with Carnage.
2: Yes, Uh, because you also fought the Scorpion, you fought Rhino, you fought Mysterio, Uh, you meet the Mm -hmm. Fantastic Four right at the start of the game, you meet the Black Cat at some point, I'm pretty sure, Um, or I can't remember his name, Um, uh, Venom is in the game, Uh, you fight him, but then he becomes an ally, um, yeah, no, um. That one, that one was a good game too, uh, because it had some like open world elements right at the start. Because you could go around and find a comic, because you collect those. Those are the collectibles in the game, like little comic books. Um, uh, you might have been fighting the Sinister Six, but it was just called Spider-Man. It came out in 2000 for the PS1, 64, uh, Dreamcast, Windows, and Game Boy Color.
0: Wow, uh, quite the uh, selection.
2: Yes. Um, but yeah, that's uh, sorry. I, that's what I was obsessed with because I always remember this game every couple of months, and I always forget it quite quickly.
0: Does it ever throw you off when they say that there's a game coming out uh, on different platforms, but it's clear that one of the platforms is not going to be able to accommodate what the actual game is like? When you, you said this game came out on the Game Boy Color. How the fuck is it coming out of the Game Boy Color? I
2: have no idea. That's what it originally came out for. That was the first release, PlayStation, Game Boy Color, um, September 1st in 2000.
0: So somebody probably made like a shitty translation slash port reimagining of this game. They're like, yeah, slap it on, slap it on. We'll sell it. We'll sell it.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: The fucking, like, early 90s gimmick that people thought they could slide in and nobody would notice. Like, yeah, I know you wanted the uh, PlayStation 1 version, but this one was $10 cheaper for the Game Boy Color. (laughs) (laughs) Here's this running garbage fire. It's like, wow, it it looks a lot like the uh, live action play of Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, Okay, and that was the last birthday. Happy birthday to uh, to Diablo. Diablo! Uh, 20 years.
1: 20 years old.
0: Let's wrap this one. Cut the horns off. Run it through a warm room, and this is a rare steak ready to be eaten. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at two time Styler. Where can we find you, Nick?
2: Uh, well, you don't like
0: your steak rare?
2: Medium, please.
0: Okay, I will not interrupt you. I'm shutting up.
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Instagram at lr11, and also on Twitter at lr the eleventh, all letters. Uh, what about you, Glenn?
1: uh you can find me on twitter at glenn houston glenn with two n houston looks like huston and uh on twitch at razeth that's r-a-e-z-e-t-h
0: and holy shit you can also find us on twitter we're at cmq network uh and you can also find us uh by emailing us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com and on instagram and facebook just search for casual master quest We do have a discord, Uh, you know, if you're not in our discord and hanging out and chilling with the group, what the fuck are you doing? I like, I'm sorry. Like you're hurting yourself. You're lonely. Maybe you're not lonely, but maybe you will be one day. Sitting there at 12 a.m. drinking too much in the wine, realizing you don't have anybody to hang out with. Guess where you'll be? Discord, if you're smart. Our discord specifically. Just go over to our Twitter. We do have a link that gives us everything. To you uh you know we're each of the uh like discord link twitch link and all that stuff just go there please you'll find it and uh yeah we finally have a dnd podcast we talked about it a little bit earlier we're hitting uh season two arc two uh casual master quest or quest masters 2 whatever we're hitting a new fucking arc and things are changing hopefully i pray the god uh and that'll be coming out next week If things are working out right. Anyways, that was episode 105 with Glenn and Nick and myself, Dylan. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. We'll see you next week. And don't forget to never stop the grind. We'll see you next week, guys. Don't be a piece of shit. Just, Just don't. It's easy. The intro to the podcast, titled Casual Master Quest, was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelries Music. You can find more of their work at SoundCloud.com